0: yo ladies and gentlemen this is your boy i mean the dream hudson this is south rabbi as you know i'm sitting across from the brilliant k to the second letter not a second better and we gonna jump right into part two of dangerous joy where kb was um Taking the the, the 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 Jacob the jeweler sized diamonds that are in his book <laughs> and setting them inside our cerebral cortex and I, and as Chingy would
1: say the pineal gland the pineal it's, it's the pineal gland the, 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 see the see the pineal I thought he was saying pineal the pineal the the, the the pineal gland that's how God taught the people you know what I'm saying when I so when I did that <laughs> song right here right there. And over there Over her over there Right there When I was doing the chicken head The pineal gland It, what it, That's it was That's what he, What God was listen. animating The chicken The chicken head Yeah when well he did dance
0: Uh huh Listen when I wrote that Uh give me what you got For a pork chop uh, <laughs> It was the pineal gland That lit up When I wrote that down if y'all know what we talk about, go watch Chingy's interview about the pineal gland and the oh, Illuminati. I think it was on it was TV. hilarious. Uh, this man was talking. The
1: nonsense was hilarious. That man was going deep in conspiracy. <laughs> that brother was rolling around Are and you talking, talking about, about conspiracy? like he was explaining the weather. At yeah, point, like everybody knew yeah. it. Yeah, well, you know how, like, the sky is blue and the Illuminati gave us pineal gland. What in the world? What? Chingy, what happened to the Holiday Inn, bro? <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: All right, man, we are back. So, KB, if you could, um, could you recap a little bit for us of uh, kind of the foundation that you were laying last episode regarding dangerous joy? Yeah. Um, and then we could talk a little bit about where we're going on how we can practically
1: uh, enjoy God's world. Yes, uh, for God's glory. Absolutely. I just, I just can't stress it enough that God desires for us to be in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking about what David says in the Psalms. He says that the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech. The night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor their words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. You have made me rejoice, Lord, by what you have done, I will shout for joy because of the works of your hands. Woo. So there you have this world that is filled with the glory of God and it's talking. Right. Not using the words of language uh-huh. uh, of, of Webster, rather, but using the words of glory that all of us can understand. That the creation around us mm-hmm. is rejoice uh, is speaking to us about the brilliance of God. Mm-hmm. And then David goes on to say that God made him to rejoice in what God has done with the work of his hands. Right. And you and I would be disobedient to not recognize the the ways in which God is flexing around us through the works of his hands Mm. via creation. Mm. That's also through his creation, creating. Right. I'm saying this because we need to go to scripture. We need to see God's overwhelming affirmation of the created world and through the good, true, beautiful things that his created people create. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Believer or not, recognize him or not. You're mm-hmm. not borrowing the the, the, the devil's tools when you are being creative. You're borrowing God's tools. Right. And I think that it's important for us to recognize that. And then to see how, it inter- how spirituality, this God who is spirit, that has created a physical world, has intended for the spiritual world to also interact with the material world that he created. Right. I talked in the last episode about the incarnation of Christ, how that is the greatest affirmation of the material world, that it is good and in the realm of God's creation This is also I've said it before I'll say it again It is also seen Profoundly In the moment Jesus Raises from the dead And then meets With his disciples Before he meets With anybody else mm-hmm. And the first thing He does Is enjoys a good meal I mean, a little, He get a
0: little fish With a little old bay on it A little old on top A little reverse tier. Yeah. I
1: mean All of that mm-hmm. And I'm also struck My middle name is Elijah <clears throat> And uh, I don't know If this is if this is a part of God's genius and the names that he gives us. But I feel so much solidarity with the story of Elijah Mm -hmm. being a man that had this powerful showdown against the world where he was victorious. This man stood against the prophets of Baal, called down fire from heaven. It was this powerful moment of God showing up. And not a second later, after God has done this powerful thing with him on the mountain, he finds himself in a valley, scared that there's somebody that wants him dead. Yep. If it, it, which is it feels almost inconceivable. You just were like, like talking to God, like you heard his. What would happen if she did kill you? So Jezebel is searching for him. He is terrified for his life. He's sounding suicidal. Right. He's talking about ending. He's talking about his life ending. So that the the fear of of, of danger coming also next to the fact that he poured himself out. He gave his all for this work of God, this powerful, successful, right? but it emptied him. So here he is with exhaustion and fear colliding in his soul. And now he's scared for his life as if God, who was with him on the mountain, won't be with him in the valley. And God responds to that so uniquely, bro. He doesn't come after Elijah and say, have you not remembered my word? Do you not remember what I just did yesterday? Right. King. Right. Right. Do do you not know that I am the God of life? He doesn't give him a theological kind of straightening. Right. He says, take a nap, (laughs) get something to eat, have a glass of water. Right. And when you wake up and see if that doesn't do something to your soul. Do something to your soul. Well, that's important, means yeah. that we're joking. But no, it's true. Though. But there's something spiritual about napping. Yes. And having a good meal. Yes. How do we know? Because this is. God's world that includes the physical and the spiritual. And you have that in Jesus. And
0: it's the experience. Yes. So there's no doubt that when you have, when we have had times we've napped and had a good meal, it has done something for us physically. Yes. Which means that it has to be, in some sense, the way that God has designed it to work. Yes. It has to be telling us something about why it's here.
1: Yes, brother. And how it's used. Yes, bro. Yeah. If you are if, if you are someone that believes the Bible is important, right, you don't even realize that that is being said on the back of an assumption yeah. that people can read. <laughs> right. If, if if people can't read, right. how do they study to show themselves approved? approved. Mm-hmm. So would not teaching people to read yep. be a spiritual effort. Absolutely.
0: Specifically, they're connected. they're connected, right? Specifically, and God has again—we've said this many times in the show—revealed yeah. Himself by through through what He has written. That's right. That's right. So the assumption, like you said, is that people should be able to read a, it. Illiteracy Literacy is, is a, a gospel it, issue. It's a gospel issue. Yes, it's a spiritual issue. And we can. What find, does it mean that if what does it mean that if someone is illiterate yes. and they cannot actually read what God has said? That's right. Yes, it's definitely a spiritual issue. Yes, but it's a mu- it's much more it's much of, it's a physical issue. Somebody could clearly say, "Well, what do you mean? We're not going to be reading in heaven." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, 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 I mean, you don't really know that. I don't but, know that. but 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 there I'm just saying, there are names written on things in heaven, so I right. think we will be reading in heaven yeah, That's actually true. There are, th- <laughs> yeah. But it's but but it is saying like people can say, "Well, what what do you mean?" But it,
1: it, it is a spiritual issue. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It absolutely it's connected is they are connected, mm-hmm. and I think it's easier to see it when it's clean and explicit, mm-hmm. uh-huh. like reading the Bible. But what I am submitting to you is that there are more things connected in that way than we are giving credit. Facts. Uh, there is a facts, a, my jada da, yeah, my jada da. There's a lot of continuity between the spiritual and the physical. Yeah, um, that's why it was important in the Reformation for Martin Luther to tell people that your pastor, in all his spiritual status is doing nothing more glorious in the sight of yes. God than the man who is keeping God's streets clean by sweeping them every day. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That that we have to kill a kind of dichotomy in how we think about the things that we do, but we got to do it with who we are as well. Right. As a human being. To to talk about the the talk about the spirit and the soul and the body in ways. Mm-hmm. Okay? That are completely compartmentalized is a work of futility. Yes. You cannot compartmentalize the body, spirit, and soul in such a way where you can just be dealing with one and neglecting Mm. the other. You you, you can't do it. Think about Paul, who's writing from prison, that asks, Send me books and a cloak. I'm cold.
0: He didn't just say, send me prayers. Yeah, send he didn't me just prayers. say, send no. prayers up to the big man That's for right.
1: me. Knock on the door upstairs and yeah, tell the big just, man that I need, I need some help. No, send me a cloak. If you go with James, you go up to a man and say, man is hungry, and say, God bless you, go on about your day, and you have the world's resources and can do something about it and do nothing. That's called unspiritual living. They
0: are connected. We see that when Jesus runs into people too I think you actually mentioned this in the chapter That a lot of the times he's healing people Before he actually gets to talking to them about their spiritual state Absolutely
1: brother It's not like hey
0: Jesus I am I am lame can you please help me Right, right. First of all are you saved (laughs) Have you repented and turned from your sins first That's right No yeah, I love that. He saw that they were connected. Are you saying? Hold on. Now, before you ask me to heal your your sight, can you actually see me spiritually? That's not. That's not how it worked. They came together in conjunction with Jesus. That's
1: right. That's right. Um, He
0: brought them together in conjunction. A lot of times, Dallas Willard
1: said that the spiritual and the bodily are by no means opposed in human life. They are complementary. He goes on to say. um, Paul clearly perceived and explained the fundamental structures and process of the human self related to its well-being, its corruption, and its redemption. He goes on to say, only the fatal separation of salvation from life and modern thinking makes it possible to separate theology from psychology. Ooh. Connected, my G. They're connected in your body, mind, and soul It is there as a experience, as a reality. If you get bad news, if if I get a phone call that someone I love has been injured or is hospitalized, you feel pain in your body even though someone said it to you over the phone. You may crumple up on the ground. You may start to weep. Uncontrollably What is happening there? Mm-hmm. What's happening is that The body, soul And spirit Are so connected That it's difficult To talk about them separately right. At least in an intelligent way Right It's your ontological essence Bro It's it's who you are It's those things In conjunction With one another So we gotta think about it that way If we reject that mm-hmm. Okay C.S. Lewis In the screw tape letters Talks about people who do not enjoy their life right who muster up a kind of gray existence mm-hmm. right that if you give yourself to a kind of piety mm-hmm. that looks like i don't enjoy seasoning right right <laughs> yeah. i don't want i talked to a dude it was a cult member he was a cult member unfortunately but i talked to him one t- uh, to this dude one time that was talking about how they have, They are so structured in how they live this life that they right. don't want to be enjoying anything except God. Like so. They. So. Wow. They. They, they will. They will they will wear like the same T-shirt over and over again, the same jeans over and over again. Mm-hmm. You, you, the dirtier your shoes become, the more spiritual you are. You know what I'm saying? Like they want everything to be they, I want to drive the most beat up car that I can possibly find. I, I will not, you know, I, I will take the napkins home from the restaurant to because I don't want to waste God's right, money right. having paid for this meal and then get something out of it besides a good time. Like there's a weird kind of pseudo pious rejection of enjoyment that can that can kind of show up in the circles that I run in right you know what I'm saying right um or your pastor may have things that he enjoys like paying thousands of dollars for golf every year but 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 he may have an issue with you paying Five hundred dollars for a pair of Jordans. Ooh. Both of you are just ex- doing something that you enjoy and experience, yeah. but for you it's materialism. For him, it's just rest. How does that, how does that come into fact that
0: a lot of the stuff that people condemn that other people enjoy just isn't your thing? Message. So it's not. It's not that we are you spending st- five hundred dollars on the Jordans. Is less spiritual than the man of the, the than the man of the cloth spending a thousand dollars on golfing. Yeah, it's just that Jordans are not your thing. You just don't like Jordans. So I just saw. So I, I, I'm sorry. I gotta say Please. this. Please, there was just a tweet that just went up the other day from this from this uh, big Christian influencer. Okay, who basically said it is tough for me to respect a man who loves to play video games. It's very adolescent, and it seems those who do are the type of men, I mean, those who do are the same men who can't find time to catechize their kids and lead family worship. Mm. So he said, if you play video games, uh-huh. right, it's adolescent and it's a sign of immaturity. It's the same dudes that say they can't find time to catechize their kids yes. or lead, lead their family in worship.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Number it's one. insulting.
0: It's super insulting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact of the matter is that Video games being adolescent is totally conjecture. That's based upon your opinion. That's right. That's not a. That's not a subjective fact. Sure. Secondly, the data suggests that video games are not just adolescent. A lot of video games, especially the majority of them now, are played by adults. That's right. And, they're and a lot designed of them. That way. And they're designed for adults. Yeah. And a lot of them are played by adults that are not just sitting on their mother's couch eating Doritos yeah. and uh, Cheetos <laughs> and drinking chocolate milk. Yes. That's it's a it's a stereotype. And uh, uh, a kind of uh, trope yes. of who plays video games. That's right. And and the thing, and then and then uh, a lot of uh, t- uh, people on Twitter pointed out how he just got done talking about how him and his wife loves watching this uh, series on Netflix and how good it was. And they were saying, <laughs> you understand that this is just like video games, yes, though. That's
1: right. Yes. That video
0: games a lot of the time, especially now, yeah. are like series that you get to actually just play in Engaged. yourself. And there are men that play it with their spouses it's and their kids. It's the same genre. Yeah. Like yeah. one day KB came over the house. To get his hair braided um, And he saw me Playing The Last of Us This is before The Last of Us Was a series right? Right. So the same guy That's talking about this I wonder if he would Say that he likes The series Last of Us Because yes. it's based Off a video game Yeah, yeah. But the, the fact of the matter is I responded to him And I was like Could it be that video games is just not your thing. That's right.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: Therefore, you look at it as something wrong to enjoy yes. or something immature to enjoy, something that Christian men shouldn't enjoy. Right, 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 right. And then also, what about the people who are catechizing their kids, leading their family in worship, that play video games? Yes. I would also ask
1: him too, bro, what, what basis do you have biblically to r- withhold respect to somebody from somebody Ooh. because they're enjoying something that you don't, that it, you don't like? <laughs> I mean, one thing, if they were sitting by doing it, like every time you went That's and played, it was like going to the strip club or something like that. Right, right. But we're talking people playing basketball, bro. Okay? M- mimicking uh, uh, war, uh, World War II. I, 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 what What are you saying by, by the fact that you withhold respect from a man right. based upon his enjoyment of yeah. video games? That is... Unbiblical. It's
0: unbiblical, yes. and it's based upon nothing other than your own personal preference. Yeah,
1: yeah, you go, bro. It's not. It's not, And you're go. making
0: your personal preference law. See,
1: and you're 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 expertly making the point that I'm that I'm mm-hmm. that I'm trying to to bring attention to mm-hmm. is that yet yeah, we when we think about how we generally enjoy the world as followers of Jesus, mm-hmm. how we've been taught, uh, again, a lot of stay away. Don't go. Don't be involved. And that's a muscle. Abstinence is a muscle. Mm -hmm. But I argued in the last episode, we also want to develop another muscle of being in the world, but not of it. Bicep, tricep. Because oftentimes, the strength, or weakness of that Muscle is connected to what I mean what I mean is saying is the other there's another thing that we do say a lot of is I personally don't like that thing so nobody else should be doing it Yeah, because I don't think that it's something that we should be doing I don't like it so God doesn't like it I don't like it so God doesn't like it (laughs) exactly very well said yeah and and in that same that same world well wait 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 what if a man is pouring himself out, mm-hmm. or a woman is pouring herself out, and this is a space after wifey has gone to sleep, after kids have been put down, where they can decompress. Right, that they have a life. They had a whoop on. Mm-hmm. Their whoop would show their stress melting. Right, and the this all this very well said. I mean, this goes exactly what what I was what why I what I, the point that I was making about the connection between the physical and the spiritual. Is because you realize that patience, let me say something that we all, we all can resonate with. Do you know that patience is more difficult to exercise when you're in pain? Ooh.
0: And and if, and if, if y'all don't think that's true, I mean, I don't, I, maybe you're a-, a Just wake a, up out of a surgery. Maybe you're an
1: android? Yeah. Maybe I, you're a human? My, my, maybe you're not a human? <laughs> that's right. My father-in-law <laughs> woke up out of surgery one time. This actually isn't funny, but- <laughs> Uh, he woke up out of surgery one time and it was like 3 a.m. and the doctor had left. It was just him and the nurse, and the doctor didn't leave the order for more pain meds. Oh. So he woke up no. out of reconstructive knee surgery, oh, bro. Oh no. And he had to endure sit that, in that pain for, for four hours, oh, bro. Broken leg, bro. He's begging the nurse, please. And she's like, I can't do it unless he signs off. He's she's giving him like Motrin and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I think there was a racial, I think there was a racial mm. thing to that. That's another question. Yeah, that's another another conversation. But uh, she, because she didn't believe his pain, didn't ah. believe it was hurting that bad. And He's trying to explain. You know, a lot of time at the hospital, they don't really know the history of what happened while you're yeah. there and stuff like that. Man, you, understand you have to explain that my knee
0: that 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 God gave me has been taken out. Yes, and they put another <laughs> Imagine one. Imagine what that one would is. feel
1: like, <laughs> ma'am. Do it even the the to explain i'm sure he wasn't able to be articulate right, right, to help right. her understand the weight of what she's doing find another doctor he couldn't be solution oriented he, all of those things were impeded by his suffering his pain. and what i'm saying is many of us are suffering over, through lives that mm-hmm. have no balance yes. that, that 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 are are overextended that 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 are lacking the 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 healthy rhythms mm-hmm. that I believe Paul is imagining in Thessalonians, mm-hmm. when he talks about being ambitious for living a quiet life, working with your hands, right, 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 remembering to rest in the Lord, right. to Sabbath. Literally, God tells His people to stop working. For what reason? Is to it rest. simply a mental uh, to, to remember that I rested? That I only work for six so, days. That's so good. I don't no, want y'all it's not. work for seven when I work for six. This is to do stuff for your
0: body For your physical Yes It's for your physical Yes It's yes. for your good Yes Yeah
1: Along with the spiritual Absolutely um, The spiritual Because reflection. they're connected They're connected <laughs> And it, it cannot be said more If we don't begin to But here's the thing mm-hmm. Complete abstinence Has been practiced By men and women That are better than us mm-hmm. There are certain contexts Where abstinence Is a beautiful thing Particularly outside When we think about sex Outside right. the context of marriage that's, that's a must. Praise God. I Me and I both. We ain't telling you about what we read. We're telling you about what we lived. Yeah. Uh, sure. We were both abstinent for many years mm-hmm. before we were married. Yeah. Um, that's probably why we got married so young. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so, I understand that there's a context where there's no other option besides right. abstaining. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. However, even in Take singleness for example Even in that abstinence It is to abstain For the one tree Right The forbidden fruit Of engaging in A kind of activity That should be protected By covenants Right But that does not mean That my life then Becomes bleak and gray And I don't enjoy Any of the other trees In God's garden Yes I would argue I've said it And I'll say it again that there's always more to enjoy than there is to reject, Yes. God calls you to self-denial. Absolutely. Amen. The crucifying of self is important. For what reason though, King? We deny ourselves so we would have the capacity to enjoy the greater fruits of righteousness. Absolutely. We deny to enjoy. We deny to enjoy. And we do more enjoying than than denying. I believe that's how the world is set up. That's how the garden was set up. C.S. Lewis, I think, also helps to put a, a a it sort of underscores what we're saying when he talks about in the Screw Tape Letters. And those who aren't familiar with the Screw Tape Letters is one of C.S. Lewis's seminal works, where he is basically how creative is this, bro? This is I know. insane. He's writing this book that is exploring the the relationship that demons have with each other in their efforts to throw. Uh, Chaos into the world Get Christians Out of Off their Off their rocker um, So in the screw tape letters uh, This particular demon Writing letters to another demon Which is his nephew And they call the Christian That they're trying to pervert A patient So we said we're having some Some setbacks with our patient." He said, you know, Screwtape says to, to his nephew, you first of all allowed the patient to read a book he really enjoyed. In the second place, you allowed him to walk down to the old mill and have tea there, a walk through the country he really likes. Screwtape then points out, you allowed him two real positive pleasures. Mm. These pleasures provided the patient with a touchstone of reality. Whew. The reality is joy. That he's saying that you're allowing that so him good. to connect to the real thing that I'm trying to keep him from. Yep. Screw, screw tape goes on and says The man who truly and disinterestedly enjoys any one thing in the world for its own sake and without caring two pence what other people say about it is by that very fact forearmed against some of our subtlest modes. Of attack. He says, the attack has much better chance of success when the man's whole inner world is drab and cold and empty. Fam. Lewis's description is that a man's enjoyment or a woman's enjoyment has a kind of spiritual accelerating effect to it, it helps to facilitate. Their zeal Their Mm -hmm. passion Their understanding of the holy And what Screwtape is saying What C.S. Lewis is saying Through Screwtape Is that by keeping people From enjoying the world As it is good True and beautiful Those aspects Right You actually are helping To keep them from God That's what's at stake here
0: Yeah That is what's at stake How do we do it? How do we do it? So You've laid out perfectly for us Why Yes Pursuing yeah. the good things in God's world and joy through those things in Christ is, is necessary for us to do and absolutely it's great for us to do. Yes, yes. How do we do this? I, I, I there there was a point that Go you ahead. made um a few weeks ago. I had a conversation with you about sneakers. Me and KB like sneakers. We like fashion. That's not a surprise. Um I have been struggling recently here cuz I used to be a big sneakerhead back in the day. I still am one at heart. I just haven't been one with my wallet since I got <laughs> married. Before I was I, I actually sold a lot like my whole sneaker collection to put towards my wedding when I got married. Love it. Um but recently I was having a conversation with KB cuz I was like trying to th- I was thinking about getting back into, you know, getting a, getting a, a little collection going you know again. Saying, a little drip. And um but I was struggling and one of the things that shoot, i was struggling with um, with doing that because I was like, man, KB, I don't want to become a slave to materialism yeah, and all yeah. of that stuff, yeah. which was a big struggle for me before um, I came to know the Lord. Uh, one of the things that you said to me, though, was that, yo, life is already hard enough on its own for you to make it more difficult by putting unnecessary restrictions on yourself. I remember you said that. Yeah, and I yeah, was yeah. like, yeah. yo, that is such a great point. And not only that, mm. to be consistent with the Bible it's actually a point that Solomon makes in Ecclesiastes 8 that you read earlier. Yeah. In the verse 15, in verse 15, he said, and I commend joy. This is what you read last episode. Yeah. For man has nothing better under the sun but to eat and drink and be joyful. That's where you stop. But he says after that, for this will go with him in his toil through the days Ooh. of his life that God has given him Ooh. under the sun. That's
1: good. Right good, yeah. He
0: says it will go with him In his toil Yes So Solomon is saying Along with man Toiling on this earth Which toil That word uh, it, it denotes something Being hard Yes Arduous Yes, yes. Uh, It seems like Solomon Is saying In the midst of this Toiling and arduous work yeah. What goes along with that Yes That is supposed to help you Is that Having nothing better Under the sun But to eat and drink And be joyful Yes
1: Absolutely So talk
0: a little bit about that And how do we do that It's
1: beautiful So before You know I mean I both uh, Though not perfectly Mm -hmm. uh, Gave ourselves to Trying to live sexually pure Before we got married We gave ourselves to To a lot of restraint You know And I'm reminded of the words When I think about What it means for us to have done that In And not hate ourselves, which a lot of our friends were like, How do you not hate yourself? Mm -hmm. Um, Because it would seem like, you know, the highest experience in this life is Is sex. Is that the very thing that you're saying that you're not doing until you're married? That seems like you hate yourself. Right. Um, And I hate it. It seems like asceticism more than it (laughs) is. Man, we enjoyed, first of all, serving God's kingdom. We spent day and night doing the work of ministry, serving, using our energy, our mm-hmm. energy, mm-hmm. our young bodies mm-hmm. that could that could work all day, sleep for three or four hours and be back on it the next day. Mm-hmm. We used our youth, mm-hmm. we used our resources to build the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. We also enjoyed our friendships with one another. We we were there with I'll I'll never forget the the night that one sister in our community's brother committed suicide. Mm -hmm. We were all there. That obviously wasn't enjoyable. But you know what our sister could experience? Us coming around her and her family. And lifting them up And it was service for us right. It was water for her broken soul bro. right, right. And what I'm saying Is that we leaned into our community That's what HGA was built off of right. So we weren't sitting around the house Thinking about what we could not do We were out in the world Right. Doing what we loved to do Doing what we could do What we were excited to do Those things Uh Kept us And I think that That's the starting place for When we think about This whole Actually enjoying The world Right I know One of the things that I Personally love to enjoy Is food Okay I'm a foodie um, I'm I'm constantly looking for new finds, trying new things in the kitchen. Um, uh, I, I feel like I am a master at seafood when it comes to crustaceans. You're good. You're good at cooking uh, that. Before I became almost pre-hypertensive, uh, I was throwing these massive <laughs> crab boils at my house all the time. My our, our producers laughing. That's why I'm <laughs> I'm laughing. Anyways, um, but I know what folks would say, right? right? Folks will say something like. Why would you spend money at Roof Chris when there are people starving around the world, right? I'm also thinking about people who beautify their homes, right? Mm-hmm. Beautify their lawns, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The money that you spent to re your, your yard, okay? That could have been given to someone in need. Remember, somebody said that to Jesus one time. And what and did his name was uh, Judas, yeah, yes. <laughs> so you sound like Judas. <laughs> nah, I'm I'm joking. Even yeah, though yeah, you yeah. do, um, but uh, first of all, oftentimes when that's being said, it's not being said by somebody who is just so committed into so committed like Judas. Right. I'm sorry, I'm not. I didn't mean to make this example. But he wasn't committed. But at But he all. wasn't actually committed to the poor. No. He was not. In fact, he was committed to to taking money out of the purse. Right. And he also was committed in policing. Jesus, okay, Mm -hmm. for his own purposes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's often what we see. It it really isn't about the poor. It's about policing. You want us to not do the thing that we're enjoying because it bothers you that we're enjoying it. And and what I'm saying is that you you often hear that coming from people like that. And you not eating at Roof Chris. I'm not endorsing you going to Roof Chris all the time or, 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 or spending your money haphazardly. I'll say something about that in a second. But let's be clear, my guy. You going to Roof Chris, excuse me, you not going to Roof Chris is actually not solving world hunger. Right. Because world hunger is a lot more complicated issue than that, which is actually on the back of a much bigger systemic issue that we contribute to in our generosity. Right. Excuse me, that we can actually help eliminate in our generosity. Right. But there's some other, there's some some disobedience happening above us that keeps countries and people in poverty. Right. So I appreciate the concern for trying to eliminate uh, uh, famine, which we're all for. We give to that. Right. 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 But realize that you not eating that steak is not an end all, be all. Right. right? We, you know that. But it, you, we should remind ourselves that if you really want to get active with helping in this situation, it's going to take a lot more than you not going to Roof Chris for your birthday, Absolutely. because you love Jesus too. Absolutely. Um, in addition to that. That's so true if one has stewarded their finances, we, we've talked about the Wesleyan phrase that we live by, mm-hmm. uh, that we, we learned here at, at, our, at our church. Yep. Make as much money as you can mm-hmm. save. save as much money as you can Give yeah. away as much money as you can yep. If you find that as a regular rhythm in your life right. Money will not be your master It won't master you It will be your slave yes. Money is a terrible master But it is an amazing servant yes. You can use it to do all kinds of good kingdom things Amen. Uh, uh, enjoy all kinds of good, beautiful, true things right, right. For the sake of of your soul and for those who are around you, so there's a usefulness to money. It's like what I said in the last episode. episode money's like the hammer. Right. If if, if used appropriately, it puts you can you can build stuff. Yeah, you can yes. build stuff. Right. And used appropriately, but if that's all you have, everything looks, looks like a nail, and then you'll find yourself using the hammer where it doesn't belong. Just like with your money, Woo. using it as an extension of your ego, or extension of your pride, or an extension of of your of your addiction, yeah. right? Hmm. If we live by God's principles with our money, saving, earning, giving, all things that are present in the text, we'll find a balanced approach to money where we'll see it objectively. Same thing with the food. If we steward our finances in such a way that allow us to go enjoy a good meal with our friends or with our wife or to cook a a good meal at the the house, the Bible says that we can do that to the glory of God right. and in engaging this good thing, right? That we can find a hint of the good God that made this possible, yeah. that intended for this to exist. This is not just gravy money. God intends for you yeah. through thanksgiving and consecration of your heart to him to enjoy good things and let it minister to you right? like a good meal. Right. Now, that is a good thing by itself. And you should not see somebody that, that ate at a fine, had had some fine dining with their, their family as a contradiction to being sacrificial. Ooh. You should be both. Right. So I commend it's you. It's both and, not either or. I commend you for enjoying a good meal with friends and family that costs money that you could have given to the poor. Just like... I would commend a true heart, not Judas's heart, but if, if if someone had a true heart of there is a widow in need and we're here spending, d- taking money from an alabaster box right. that's worth all this money, we could literally solve this need we've been praying about if we took and sold this. Je- the, the Lord Jesus Christ would commend that kind of heart. Right, right, right. However, he also commends the extravagance of the woman, Mary. Uh-huh who uses this perfume on his feet. Yes. Because she is enjoying the presence of her savior who will not be there in physical form forever. Both are good, king. Both are in scripture. So praise God for enjoying a good steak. But I also praise God for the heart that says we will not eat good steaks this this month. We're going to eat a very simple vegan diet because we're saving up money to send Jonathan, to right. Nicaragua, right, right, right. Both are beautiful. Both are beautiful. That's what I'm arguing here. Is that the the, the I, we're not exchanging sacrifice, self denial for enjoyment and extravagance. That's not what it is. You're to do both. One qualifies and restrains the other. Woo! I love the way Dallas Willard complements theology with psychology and psychology with theology. I love it because psychology will tell you that a part of you achieving a balanced life, breaking addiction, uh, creating new neural pathways in your mind is replacing something you should be abstaining from with something that you can enjoy in a healthy, beautiful way, bro. And we learned about this, that that's a part of what it means for us to be whole in this life. And God endorses it. God uh, desires it that we would have time. Yeah. Yeah. When do you and your wife just go out and enjoy one as one another's company? Right. When do you I think about um the Elder DJ Ward who talked about how marriages can become stale and like dry. bark on he a said, tree, dry like he bark says, on a tree. He says some of you need to go home and get some of you need to go some of you need to leave church today and go to Walmart and buy a super soaker That's what he said He said buy a super soaker Give one to your wife Fill it up with water And y'all just shoot each other for that, an hour but, that, but that's what he said That's what he said But who, whoever
0: says that From the pulpit As a recommendation To build your marriage That's exactly what he said Yes He said some of y'all Do not have fun Y'all you are just need dry. liquid in your he marriage He said you need liquid You need yes. liquids in your marriage You need some liquid Because you said y'all yeah, Just dry up like voice. Old, old bark old on a tree bark on a tree You need some
1: liquid Yeah you need some liquids In your yeah. marriage Yeah Some of us need some liquid In our faith Woo Need some liquid in our faith, bro. We 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 need because our not... faith
0: is like, oh, we like old crotchety, old dried-up, <laughs> crotchety Christians, man. That can't yeah. enjoy
1: nothing, yeah, Next but a Bible of... study and in in, in in Sunday service. That's right, that's right. But the mm-hmm. point that I'm making in terms of the how, it really is contingent upon us embracing the truth and then getting really serious about acknowledging denial and enjoyment as two realities that the Lord has given us for our benefit, mm-hmm. that we do not need to 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 see them in competition. We need to see them discerningly, that God will call you to give up, and sometimes God will call you to enjoy. He's right. always doing both. He's always doing both. That is the picture of Eden, a call to deny mm-hmm. and a call to enjoy. Right keeping in mind that the enjoyment is supposed to harmonize with the denial. Right. Brothers and sisters, if we do not enjoy what it means, I understand sometimes like sacrifice, uh, well, most times sacrifice doesn't feel good. That's why it was personified as bloody in the Old Testament. But the results of sacrifice, bro, when you have... (sighs) When you have bridled your tongue when you could have let them have it. When you have said no to that, I'm thinking about my own life. I'm just, if, if you are a child listening to this and you don't want to think about KB in a more adult way, then just press 30 seconds fast forward. I denied myself some interesting uh, sexual opportunities. Put it like that. <laughs> man. <laughs> let me say it like. Let me say it differently. Let me say it like this. As mm-hmm. a young man, trying to keep my way pure, I had a lot of opportunities to not do that. I mean, I mean, I know you wouldn't tell them, yeah. but he could tell you because we walked through all, every single one of these challenges a lot of of it together. together. Yeah, man. Yes, I was, I was there. Yes, I was living by myself. My yes. mom moved to Atlanta, left me a very nice
0: condo. My Let me mom, just tell you, she, my, my man was living in, as as a 1920 old in a condo by himself. 18, no, 18, oh, 18, yes, 18, 1920. Mama had came up, mommy he came had, up, he made and left Southside St. Got Pete, got out the hood, living in a condo, had a in beautiful Clear, in Clearwater. She bought me at a, a place right now where uh-huh. those condos are sky high. That's right, yeah. Um, living in a condo in a very nice uh, uh neighborhood. Yep. Um, by himself. Yep. Two bedrooms, cable TV. Yep, yep. Had a de- a decent, nice car, actually a nice, very nice car. Yep. You had everything that you needed Yep. to be a teenage, young teenage man Yes. full of virility. Full of
1: hormones.
0: That, w- and wild out. Yeah, yeah. Full of virility to, Yes. to wild out. Yes, and the devil knew and that. My, and mom was not there. Mom was living in a totally different state.
1: Yes. She lived in Atlanta. Yeah.
0: That's every house party movie you have seen. Yes. Except their parents was coming home in the next five that's hours. That's right, that's right. Uh,
1: mom was never coming home. Yeah. And and uh there was no ring doorbells back then. No. There wasn't no cameras. Wait, wait, was, There nothing. wasn't no CCTV. There wasn't no CCTV.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it
1: was not like that. All I'm saying, and I, I'll leave it at this. But God, it was God, God. All kept, I'm saying yeah. is that some of the sacrifices that I made did not feel good initially. initially. Mm, say and that. And the devil Man, would even... please, people need to talk more about yeah, that. It would, it because wouldn't.
0: people think that holiness means that sacrificing will always be a breeze. Like, yeah, yes, that's if right. If it
1: doesn't hurt... Yeah, that's I right. I mean, if it hurts, it means that I'm too sinful. That's right, absolutely. That's not Ooh, that's not that. necessarily the case, okay? Sometimes it's gonna hurt, Yeah, right? Yeah. That's why it's called a sacrifice. But now that I am married, King... And I am, 13 years in, 15 years if you know if you count the time that we had before we got married, mm-hmm. in with this one woman. Right. I praise God that I made those sacrifices when I. I don't have a bunch of comparisons or Amen. Or, 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 or or some woman walking up to me uh, at at a, at, a, at, a, at a Whole Foods, right? Who was one of the many women in my harem. Of, of, of sowing my wild oats I'm so glad I never did that man, bro Praise God man it, it, There's all kinds of unnecessary distractions That I was saved yes. from Because of the sacrifices that I made And that's what I'm saying Absolutely. Sacrifices connected to joy Don't make them oppose each other right, right. We make sacrifices in the gym So I can be a beast in the ring Okay Woo! We train ourselves for godliness So that we might flourish in God's Gosh, world
0: but They say boy You sweat in battle So you don't have to bleed in war Yo. I mean you sweat in training So you don't have to bleed in a war That's it
1: king Yeah That's it bro Yeah Life is this way bro That we are not subbing our joy with sacrifice We are protecting our joy with oh, sacrifice Say it again We are not subbing our joy with sacrifice Yeah, yeah. We are protecting our joy Sacrifice, and sometimes it's hard for us to believe that because it doesn't feel like that. Absolutely, absolutely, yep, absolutely. Yeah, and I think that it's important for us to look at our lives. Mm. Here's the practicality, and we are done. Mm. It's important for us to look at our lives and work backwards, okay? Mm -hmm. Let me let me work from eternity. First of all, no matter how happy or unhappy your life is right now, the best things are always ahead of you, and that should make you enjoy, That, that should give you joy, right? God is real his kingdom is being built his eternal existence that he will share with his people is fact the happy days are always the best days are always ahead of us right we leave behind as cs lewis says we always leave things behind for a greater future right so let's work let's keep eternity on our mind the agenda of eternity on our mind the agenda of the kingdom on our mind right Right. Then we work to when we are able to capture fragments of joy in this broken world, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those things God is pleased when we use them in a way that lead us to peace, right? That lead us to joy. That lead us to when you know that we know when you had a good time out with, like, man, that was a good yes, time. Yes, yes. The devil isn't bestowing that on you. Right. The devil is not encouraging you in that great time yes. that you had at
0: dinner with your your friends or your spouse. Yes.
1: Yeah. Thinking about that and reflecting on that, God is God God is glorified in that. And in addition to that, when we get to reflect on him, as a result, man, if this is like this, if this is this good, if fellowship with with people who we are marred by sin, so there's still there's still just levels that we can't go with one another, that's not the case with God, right. he's pure, he is perfect, that I can walk with him, there's always more to know, and I'm going to get more of him, I see in part right now, I'll see in full right. with him forever, right man, to, to to think about these eternal, to have these eternal concepts in my mind and in my heart, and, 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 and then I'm reciting them from my mouth to my kids, to my wife, with my friends, being able to engage in that around the good thing that I'm enjoying, whether it's a car, whether that, that I that I really love and I enjoy, right. that I bought, or or or, or 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 it's a good meal, or it's a, a dope outfit, whatever it might be, these little moments of man, this feels right, this feels whole, this feels complete. Right. And the thing that I'm doing is good. Right. There's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. Those are godly aspects to this world that we are taking advantage of. Right. So that's. What we want to qualify with And then Where we normally land Where we normally start and stop Which is Living a life That is not Given to The abuses Of good things Right Right How Do I not abuse The money that I have Right I steward it Okay How do I not abuse The access The resources that I have I share them How do I not abuse the power that I have, which is good. I bring other people in to help us keep checks and balances. The boundaries that come from sacrifice and self-denial are good, right? But they are not complete. Mm. They are the fence to protect the home where the family lives, right? Yeah. So we want to continue to work those disciplines. Right. Continue. I, I, I again I'm not hating on those that would say there's certain things I cannot do. If I if if I, I, I can't play Call of Duty, because if I start playing Call of Duty, I'll be on there for eight hours. Well, God bless you. Well you, you didn't play, play it, Call right. of Duty. But you just can't make it a rule that everybody else can't play that's Call right, of Duty. That's right. Absolutely. Because Brian
0: can play Call of Duty and be on there for an hour and a half, maybe two hours, yes. enjoy it, get off
1: and go about his business. Yes, yes, yes. Or maybe Brian put aside eight hours to play Call of Duty. And that's fine. Yes. Because it's eight and hours he, he do not do nothing else. And he's done it with Without rejecting his other responsibilities Absolutely Okay, well We have to But This is also one of the disciplines of sacrifice You have to sacrifice That selfish desire in you To universalize Ooh. Everything you think should Everything you think is right Everything yes. that you think is off Yes Does not mean A universal truth For offness Yeah, Right. right Right That's also what we have to do. I ain't got to leave space for my brothers and sisters to enjoy things that maybe wouldn't be good for me. Right, exactly. But this is where those disciplines of self-denial and self-control and boundaries around uh, sort of uh, rigid piety come into play. Mm -hmm. I have to remember that at any point, anything that I'm enjoying, I need to be willing to surrender that to the Lord Jesus Christ if he calls upon it. You need to be a person that is willing to surrender the things that you enjoy if it means that we are furthering the kingdom of God. And you work that out with the Holy Spirit. That's it. You work that out with the Holy because Spirit. Because if you're
0: not willing to do that, yes, then, that's then right. that means
1: it's becoming an idol. That's right. You're enjoying it too that's much. That's right. What if the Lord calls upon it? And it is important for us. It, it was said question. best. Uh, what if the Lord calls upon it? it I think I think it was Richard Wernbrand that said that, no, we may not all be called to die a martyr's death we are all to have the mindset of a martyr in that I live my life enjoying it as best I can, serving and loving people the best I can, walking with God the best I can, but I'm willing if the Lord calls upon me to not say, as we have seen people do on the political sphere, that to, for me to protect this thing that I have built will require me to become a compromiser to put faith aside to to in a way deny my my loyalty and my allegiance to Jesus to keep the comforts that I have built the good comforts that I have built mm-hmm. the the mind of the martyr wouldn't allow that. The mind of the martyr would say, no, 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 listen. We have been able to live in peace and enjoyment and serve God's kingdom. Obviously, this world is rife with failure and shortcomings and pain and suffering. So nobody enjoys this life perfectly and and Mm -hmm. just lives in a a, a world of joy. Mm -hmm. That is always ahead of us. That's set before us. However, there is not one enjoyment in this life, right? That... Jesus is not Lord over, and if it means that I need to make adjustments, if I need to make sacrifices, if I can't go certain places, or I can't do certain things, or I can't wear certain things, to God be the glory. But that is our question, bro. As I, as I said in the end of the last episode, where is the joy? Not where's the line. Not where's the line. Where is the joy? Or better said, where is the glory of God? Not where is the line? Where is the glory of God? And that is a question that we have to ask individually. Mm-hmm. We have a communal question, right? But we we have to ask that individually as well. When you think mm-hmm. about the issue of modesty. What should a man have on? What should a woman have on that is best serving of their values? Right. That that best expresses how they feel. Right, right. That that best covers or speaks to their Lord, the the Lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That is not an issue of yoga pants and no yoga pants. Yes. I would say that the question that every sister needs to ask is where her heart is. Right. And if her heart is where it should be, we need to respect that. Facts. Because... The yoga pants become an issue because of these. Yes, the fact that the matter is a lot saying. of times some sisters are people and women are never going to be able to cover up enough for men to say modest. Got it. Finally, now I don't have lust any, in anymore. Just... I'm pretty sure if when Jesus was taught was when I'm pretty certain I'm no theologian per se, but when Jesus tells these folks about lust, mm-hmm. he does not say the woman that is wearing tight clothes. He talks about your eyes being plucked out, not your being able to legislate what women are wearing. I'm just saying, Jesus could have said that. He understands the lust issue better than any of us. Why not just police in depth? Why doesn't the Bible police in depth what women are wearing if that is where the issue is? Not to say that what we wear doesn't matter. No, I'm just simply saying, if the crux of the issue is simply apparel, why is the Bible mainly focus on what's going on in your heart and what you do with your eyes. Yes. So I hear you, brother, when you make adjustments, when you say things around how you want to live your life to protect your joy and your ability to glorify God. I think that's commendable. However, there's a bigger picture here that involves us being able to still navigate this world, enjoy God, In his world, being led by his word. Mm -hmm. Dangerous joy. Mm -hmm. My name is KB. My name is Amina Dream. This is Southside Rabbi. Peace. I, I saw this couple go on a, a, a TV show one time. It was a talk show. And they were talking about how they were waiting to get married. And the host was so upset that he walked off the set. That they he, were waiting? He thought it was so ridiculous. He felt he, he thought it was so insane. He felt insulted by it. It'd be one thing if they were like, you need to right, be doing right. this. Like, but he felt that like was he was, they was personally. Saying, this is what we're doing. They were like, he was like, how dare you? That man got out of he His job was on the line, bro. That man walked off set the middle of the show, anyways.